see that. Oh, hey, you snuck up on us. Yeah. You bitch. Um, wow. <laughs> how to alienate an audience how, how to uh, throw misogyny out before you've even introduced an album. I was getting angry before it starts. You're always angry. I told you. You're like that bit in the Avengers that don't understand. <laughs> if he's always angry my dumb and therefore secret. can control the Hulk, why can't he control the Hulk? <laughs> well, is that going to be the thing in Ragnarok? Because obviously he's finished filming pretty quick. And is that because he didn't have to be on set? Because he's just going to do like the voice thing and he's going to be transformed to Hulk all the time and just sort of speak through him? Yeah, but he doesn't even do the... No, that's a lie. He prob- no, I think officially he didn't do the voice even in the Avengers. Oh, well, maybe change it now because maybe because he's got more control, it's going to sound a bit more like him. No, I see what you're saying, but like even like, even in the Incredible Hulk, and even in Ang Lee's Hulk, mm-hmm. Lou Frigno still did the voice. But I'm saying maybe for this for, well, I see for what Ragnarok, you're saying. Well, maybe the theory is we've paid this man good money and he's got to be in the film for ten seconds. Mm. Because, you know, maybe this is like a reverse Paul Bettany. Mm. You know, because Paul Bettany used to have to yeah. uh, phone from his house and do his lines, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's in like 12 hours of makeup. Because I still. I haven't seen the Comic Con stuff with the gladiator costume. I've heard about it. Well, I saw a picture of the gladiator costume, but I didn't see anything in motion. Mm. Very good. It looks just Look like the comic book, so what do you need? Cool. I mean, I don't know how that film's even going to work. All I know is. Thor, it's a, it is apparently a more comedic Thor road trip movie. And obviously that means he's going to leave Asgard and go somewhere where Jeff Goldblum is holding gladiatorial triads. Yeah. And there he'll find Hulk. And then they'll both go on from there? I assume, because otherwise it's not much of a road trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't... That's, I think... Because I would like to see the whole... Oh, no, and I he, saw... can, he can control the whole thing and like you see him can just mm-hmm. like there was that one that kind of it was in Civil War was it or something major mm-hmm. where he's just hanging out in a pub mm-hmm. dressed just as the Hulk just drinking and they try and convince him to come and help he's like ah, get fucked <laughs> I'm not in the mood I'm mm-hmm. just getting this is who I am now I'm like when was the last time you transformed back and he's like fuck you <laughs> that's my answer fuck you and I just like to quite see him just doing normal stuff as the Hulk mm-hmm. probably never happened but yeah I haven't seen that since Lindelof's run on uh, Wolverine versus Hulk back in the day. Mm. Remember that? It was like a four or five issue sort of run. That was when Betty Ross was She-Hulk as well. Mm. I'm sure he did. Does that mean the Hulk was sexually... I, 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 I don't know if it was uh, you know like a sexually transmitted disease rather than a blood transfusion. No, it, was, it was... Or it was I, still a blood transfusion, blood, but for Betty. I'm sure it was a blood transfusion. I mean, it was for... Uh, I, it was for, what's her name? Oh yeah, because they, uh, they were Cause they cousins. Yeah. But I don't know if it was for uh, Betty bit, Ross. I'm getting confused. But hey, know, it's nice know. that they brought Betty Ross in <laughs> as a Hulk. It means that they can actually have sex if they wanted to. Yeah. Violent, violent <laughs> sex. Violent, angry sex. The best guy. I don't know if she's particularly angry. She's very strong. She's he, not as strong as Hulk. Yeah, but you know, maybe not. <laughs> maybe it doesn't have to be. It's halfway through, it's like, hey, I'm having sex, I'm not angry at all. Oh shit. <laughs> Turns back normal. She breaks him in half like a chicken wing. <laughs> okay, so this is your pick. Of course it is. Obviously. It's swans. 
one. I have a holiday coming up next month because I'm going to Glasgow to see them live because I know you're not coming. When is it? I know, it's uh, October 11th, remember? I told you about it for four months. Okay. And you said, I'll do my best in a way that told me that you were not coming. So I just bought a ticket. All right. <laughs> <laughs> probably stole my... I could swing it somewhere. <laughs> what day is the 11th? What day is it? Tuesday, that's why I took a holiday. Okay. It was easier to take a holiday, because I had to use them anyway, than it was to uh, go, can I have a Tuesday off? Because honestly, the, the, the rigmarole of changing the rotor... Yeah. For my lovely boss. It's too much. So I just took a week off. <laughs> well, I had to go and do bloody last minute changes of the rotor this morning at my work. And it was, mm-hmm. I, I mean, completely fucked rotor. Because mm-hmm. uh, one of the guys comes from us from another department and helps out two days yeah, yeah. a week. And I put him on the rotor. And he suddenly announces to me, the week before, oh yeah, well I'm on holiday for a fortnight. And I was like, well I asked you to give me all the dates you were available and not available. And you never did it. So I assumed that that meant you were available on the two days we normally have you. Oh, well, I'm not going to be here. Fuck. Because he was the only person that was supposed... Well, other than me doing the audit, he was the only person I was supposed to be doing the port that night, and we need two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, supposed to be two, but we need to at least get one person to the order. Yeah. So I can only fuck my own. So I was leaving, I'd already swiped out, came back at seven o'clock. I had to go back upstairs and sit and do the freaking rota for half an hour. It only took me half an hour. But that's it. 30 minutes. All adds up. Anyway, that was really boring for people. It was. I'm going to cut it out. Alright. I need to practice this new version of Garage Band anyway, so it's fine. Cool. So this was your choice. What? <laughs> hmm? Oh yeah, it's the, it is the final version of uh, Swans Are Retiring in this uh, iteration. Oh, right, okay. Uh, no more Swans. Their last tour... The last everything. Ooh, okay. Um, maybe because Michael Gearer is, uh, I want to say, 64 years old. All right, okay. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Remember, their first album came out in 1980, dude. Mm. I mean, okay. literally, I was one when they released their first album. Young whippersnapper. Yeah. Two. I mean, <laughs> um, Double your age. Not anymore. Yeah, in 1980, yeah. Stating facts, that's all. Yeah, that's a perfectly fine statement. <laughs> you know, Swans are a band who, in their day, influenced, you know, Depeche Mode and Nine Inch Nails and created industrial metal and some ministry and uh, uh, the entire Crow soundtrack. <laughs> you know, um, I believe on their first album, uh, the drummer... Uh, only played a sheet of corrugated iron. Okay. Which is my kind of... That was my cup of tea. <laughs> I was going to say, quick note, don't make me listen to that. <laughs> cool, it's the one called Filth. That, you know, I've got the t-shirt of that. It's the one with the teeth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, released 17th of June 2016. Yes! The 14th album by the American Experimental Band. So you didn't guess that when you wrote down their 14th album they'd been around a while? They could release one a year, they could have been 14 years old. Technically, yeah. could have released two a year. Okay, no one releases two albums a year. Well, maybe they they're the only ones that do. They're not. But Yeah, they're not. No. Uh. <laughs> they also broke up in 1996 and they get back together until 2009. Why didn't you know that? <laughs> 
<laughs> so they probably are releasing a better one of you. No things. I didn't listen to music for you. You're the one looking at the research. This is your just research. For the one bit. album. I'll make this is research. your research. God damn. What research have you got? Give me your research. <laughs> You're gonna let me get a word in edgeways. Is it edgeways? Yeah, it is edgeways. I'm just trying to find no reason to go on. Um, it's, it's when it's when Americans say uh, champing at the bit. Yeah. And you go chomping. But they can't even pronounce the name Craig, so fuck them. Uh, anyway. Um yeah, so uh, in the charts. Oh none, I see. <laughs> Uh, UK sixty one, not bad. US hundred fifty one. If you think about this, though, right? PJ Harvey got to number one with eleven thousand. Yeah. How few do you have to sell to get to sixty one? Oh, that wasn't on there. Five hundred. No. Six hundred. Mm. You know what yeah, I mean, where do you draw that line? Yeah. Does a thousand get you to sixty one? That seems a little high. If eleven thousand gets you to number one. Yeah, it's got to be under a thousand. Right? I could sell a thousand records. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, but I could... Yeah. I've sold almost that much vinyl in the last, <laughs> well, like, go. 12 weeks. Yeah. Does that count towards their chart position? <laughs> well, look, I didn't sell Historic, any of their stuff. Historically. No, but I'm talking just the people you sold for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, okay, so the breakdown of the reviews. Oh, yeah, okay. Exclaim! 8 out of 10. Uh-huh. Sunderland Echo, 9 out of 10. Sundle and Decker. I know, I, just, I saw it pop up in there and I went, well, I'm adding that to my list. Um, Spin, 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. AV Club, B+. Mm-hmm. Mojo, Slant and All Music, 4 stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pitchfork, 8.1 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Metacritic, 81 out of 100. So uh-huh. technically 8.1 out of 10 for them. Yeah, uh, that's the review roundup. Cool. So... Do you have any uh, overview on this as well? Any personal thoughts? Any apprehensions before you went in? Well, I mean, I've made you listen to Swans before. Is it, um, is it To Be Kind? Is the album? That I was forget. the last album. Yeah. yeah, that's really the one that I've listened to. I've heard. If let me hear other things, but that's the only one that I kind of mm-hmm. say that I know. Mm-hmm. Know well, but well enough. Yeah. Is it other day? Paint my fence. What album did I choose to subject my neighbours around me to? Mm. That album. So I was listening to that while painting the fence. Nice. Um, quite like yeah. after the noise they make. Oxygen. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I listened to that. Um, Mum did give me a few funny looks when she came out at certain points and was like kind of looking at the uh, Bluetooth speaker, mm-hmm. going, "What the fuck is this coming through?" Mm-hmm. But that's to be expected. Um, but I think part of that, and I think I mentioned later on, is. There's definitely a big chunk of Stockholm Syndrome in there. And it, you know, it was, I tried to like it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I did end up liking it. But I think it was just because of repetition and listened to it more. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. But, it, but I, st- I, I, I'm skipping ahead. I will say that that's a far easier listen than this turned out to be. And I am going to say that as an overview... I think this is their most mellow album. (laughs) Now, I haven't written any time codes for anything because I'm an idiot. So do you have any time codes at any point? Not as... um, Let's see for this one. Well, no, this first one, Mm -hmm. 
just the intro in general, mm. I was kind of into, and I'll sort of explain mm. why I was looked at. So the intro, sort of, you know, it's, let's, let's it's quite, it's it's quite a long intro. Let's talk over it for a bit. Because how how long was the first track? Because I know that looking at the Wikipedia, mm-hmm. um, the first two tracks of this are the first side of vinyl. That sounds wrong to me, but I haven't looked at it yet. Oh, it was on Wikipedia because I think no, 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 I'm not, I'm not no. doubting it. It's just. Generally speaking, vinyl isn't longer than 25 minutes. Well, this is, this and is roughly combined, about that would be 38 minutes, the first two tracks alone. Just at a glance. Because the <laughs> second track, Cloud of Unknown, is 25 minutes long alone. Mm. Oh, well. Unless the... Well, no, you wouldn't change the... Mm. You wouldn't change the... But then remember, on, on the Seer, there's a track that's so long on the Seer that it fades out and comes back on another side of vinyl. So they're not, they, they rule nothing out, those yeah. Um Now that you've told me they're repairing, that sort of buggers up what I told. I thought they should do with the next thing, which mm-hmm. is if Capcom ever do sort of remake or redo Silent Hill, mm-hmm. Swans just do the soundtrack for it completely because this really makes me think of Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of killed it, right? Because... Wasn't, That's what I'm saying, you wasn't other GDT working on it with Norman Reedus oh. wasn't that that thing and everyone was going crazy for it and oh, the really? demo was still live and then it just disappeared and they're not releasing it and oh. I didn't know that. Mm. but this this is I'm pretty sure probably the first Silent Hill was kind of really similar to this this is yeah. just, this fits so well I, I don't know if I've written this note down here I haven't so I'll add it to my notes uh, I it reminds me an awful lot of Vangelis's uh, soil festivities like the first side you don't know soil festivities but you know Vangelis though right he's the guy who did the soundtrack to Blade Runner and uh, Chariots of Fire mm. you've seen Blade Runner so you've heard it yeah. you know it or not Okay. So don't give me that look. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen. It. I've got it in Blu-ray. And I've seen it once because <laughs> I bought a Blu-ray and then watched it. Mm. It's one of those films that I go, I don't like. Obviously, one watch through. Mm. I need to watch it more to get it better. But I just never get around to watching it again. But I do intend to. But it's just it's on the list. I was gonna say something fake and cruel, but I couldn't even do it. <laughs> you know what I'm like. <laughs> I know usually I only play something for 20 seconds and stop it. But we're, but we're talking over it, so it's, it's fine. Yeah, I think it's more alive. Yeah. I see it. I don't see it sort of like <laughs> two minutes in, still picturing a foggy pier, abandoned car, not much else. Mm-hmm. Strange petrol station that seems to be abandoned. Phone off the hook with strange woman's voice murmuring things. Oh god, a demon! <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that's my opening to Silent Hill with swans <laughs> providing the music. I might as well put my uh, <laughs> notes out there. I've got... It's both mesmerising and cinematic. So that really sums up the Silent Hill content yeah. as well. Uh, and it reminds me of, like, almost the more mellow stuff on the, when Tangerine Dream was doing soundtracks. They did... What's uh, a good Tangerine Dream soundtrack? Thief by Michael Mann. The good Tangerine Dream soundtrack. That's one for you to check for either. I know, you don't, that's fine. Uh, You know, and yeah, the guitars and drums slowly come in and sort of add this sort of building unease through the whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. And finally, his lyrics come in, and I believe my last four words are, "What is he singing?" Well, as I said, lyrics genius mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. It's just called genius, dude. Uh, mm, is it? Yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> and wanky. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I kind of gave up on it and I think this is probably the point in track where I kind of went okay. like I, when could, it starts I could have quite happily this just been a big long instrumental well it almost is I mean I don't well, know it's vocal it's just, than other instrument. I know but it's just I feel it's unnecessary but that's I'm no fair. what the fuck do I know nothing no Well, I suppose that's another reason why Silent Hill might have been in my head is that I forgot that it was called Cloud of Forgetting. So I suppose clouds and things are in my mind as well, so it's... Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Sorry, I'm just uh, quickly Googling the lyrics there, so out of interest. Walking, counting, breathing, reaching, breathing, reaching, leaving, reaching. Mm. You see it very slowly though, I don't know where we are. I think we're back at leaving. Oh no, reaching. Reaching, again. yeah, it's like, ah. Reaching. Ow. Reaching out? Or is it just reaching in? No, just reaching. Little girl at the end. Always good. That does sound more like reaching out to me now. Yeah. Then genius is wrong. What's that? Mother, what sort of genius are they then? Yeah. None genius. <laughs> God, oh God, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Oh. Is it something we said? Nachos Bob archive, uh, archived your suggestion. Ah, okay. I've been added on to Genius. <laughs> I have. Which one? Uh, an answer to this whole side of vinyl thing. Mm-hmm. In that, <laughs> my, well, my, my notes for the next track are 25 minutes, What the Fuck Are You Doing to Me? By, I'm not sorry, 25 minute long track. So I already said this album is going to test my attention span to its limits. Right, but two two tracks in, one side vinyl, and this track is split in two on the vinyl. Six minutes on one side, nineteen minutes on the next. Okay. So there you go. So yes, yeah, so track two at the six minute point uh-huh. it sort of fades and then Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like some of the stuff on the side of Yeah. Right. We need to stop that now. Yeah. I've already said my I was, bit. I would have to quite enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, but I've already said my bit, and if we let the thing play out, this podcast can be two hours long. Yeah. That's not good. Oh, so, yeah, this so, is great. Uh, the more podcasts, the better, but well, right yeah, now, yeah. No. what are you saying about it? Anything oh, that was, that was really, that was track one. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I've sort of said all my... So we're yeah. going straight into Cloud of Unknowing? Yeah. So... Do you want me to start six minutes in just to get the vinyl experience? Well, well let's see how... Well, the first six minutes are on the first side of the vinyl. So yeah. let's see what we're sort of dealing with there. And then... Okay. 
or maybe even go up to about five minutes, play a minute, see what we're going to end up that trip side on, and then start it from five. Yeah. Oh, let's go back a bit because that seems more menacing. This is it. What's that? A violin? A cello? Uh, definitely something. You know what that reminds me of? Remember that weird Joker's theme from uh, The Dark Knight? Where that cello note just slowly turns into something else and goes back then? Yeah. It's making me think of Formula One keeps things at the engine. <laughs> This, was, this note was from a long time ago. Random cello strings. I keep making TD comparisons. Ted Danson? TD. So how long is that in snow? Four minutes forty. Okay. So we've got about a minute. Skip and skip because yeah. it's, it's, it's fading out anyway. Yeah. This is six minutes in. So this is when it kicks in on side two. Yeah, yeah. And that makes this track now 18 minutes 55 seconds on. Without the six minute intro. Okay. So then, the next one must be the end of track, uh, side two. It was after that I gave up on that sort of mm. tracking the vinyl thing, but well, I can, I can at a glance I can see how vinyl works. You know what I mean? Mm. That's why I was confused. But because three and four will be on the next side, because that'll take it to nineteen minutes. Frankie M will probably be alone. Well, no, because then that makes if they're the last one's kind of weird because unless you cut the glowing man in half I don't know how you do it mm. I know right it's bizarre see so I don't have that much notes for this until now but I think it's possibly because for me nothing's happening there were nothing needs to happen. That's why, that's why I compared it to Vangelis's soil festivities. It's almost an ambient album. It's a menacing ambient album, but mm. it's almost like a Brian Eno music for airports kind of. Mm. But it's still got that groove I like. Yeah. We go track for you. Oh no, we're still going. I've got plenty of notes on oh, this one. Okay. So I'll, I'll, let's play it while, uh, actually just in case it's too loud, I don't even know how it's going to sound on the recording, so let's turn it right down. Yeah. Right. What do you reckon TD means? Tangerine Dream. I meant to do oh. the first note. There you go. You fucking idiot, Karen. There you go. I would not have guessed that, even though you'd said it minutes before. This is a lot more mellow than either of the last two Swans albums. Well, this, that's... Okay, well, I'll, I'll save that for later on because I get quite angry. Yeah. Um, 3.30, classic build. Five minutes, good release. That's when I came, I assume. 
This is the wrong note, Jerry. There's not a way to sign it. My doctor it's, told it's, me that my I prostate notes. issues and to always wear yeah. wank notes. <laughs> So I mean, uh, as the band starts to build a lumbering groove, uh, what the fuck? I can't read that. I assume it means that the cello gets louder, but I can't. It looks like I've read "accentuate," but I don't think I knew what that word meant back then, or I was tired, because that's not what that means. Gira uh, <laughs> making his voice drone. Eleven. Um, 11 minutes crescendo biatch I don't think that Gareth is an appropriate note for this music yeah. let's go to 11 minutes and see what I'm talking about 11 minutes this is 11 minutes unexpectedly mellow with prog rock textures along with sludge rock and stoner rock. Yeah. So track three uh, is... The world uh, looks red. The slash. world looks black. The world looks black. 15 minutes long. Uh, Let's give yeah, it a little... Shot. Yeah, again, no time. We're gonna. Oh, this one actually starts with quite a nice pace. So let's just see what happens. Oh, it's almost like the, the mass of hair on your head is falling into your glass. No, I thought it was something else, but there's nothing else floating in my drink, so I think I'm safe enough to drink it. You ever done that thing like in, uh, in Japanese horror movies where they go <laughs> and they start pulling out? something in their throat and it turns out to be a massively long piece of hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <not> yet. <laughs> Here's a weird one. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I got, I, um, got up in the middle of the day got mm-hmm. in bed to go for a piss. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a piss and I'm like, what the fuck's that? And I was like, what's up? Again, mm-hmm. Something felt like it was wing my cock. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't, I may think that. Doesn't help for the thing. No. Strangling my cock. Uh-huh. And it was one of my hairs had somehow become wrapped around. <laughs> and I'm like, again, when I'm moving it out of mm-hmm. my, my boxers, part of the hair obviously got caught in the boxers and just pulled it tight. And yeah, there was one of my hairs just wrapped, like, can be tied around the fucking. Hurt. Well, well, I, 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 can, I, I can imagine because that's never happened to me. I'd no. sit untied. It was just, but then, you know, I, don't, I could have cut it, but I didn't really want to put anything sharp here. Yeah, well, it couldn't happen to me if I tried. I'm, 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 I'm minuscule. I have to sit down to pee. I've got nothing to pull out of a fly. Again, no, not exactly big on that phrase. <laughs> but it's, again, luckily my hair is big. Nah. Luckily? Luckily? Uh, well, an afro down there. Like, like Anna Faris in Scary Movie. <laughs> you mean peeking? <laughs> no. The Hero Odyssey will come to an end at some point. I just don't know when yet. The what? The Hero Odyssey. Oh. Well, I don't know. You're at a point now where everything's so big, I really can't tell your head from the rest of your body. Because <laughs> like, also... Because, you. <laughs> you know, like, well, like, 
at this level of light, right, and it's yeah. not like it's dark, your beard blends in with your t-shirt and in with your hair. I really can't see much. It's just a small square of face. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah, you know. Bingo. It's, ah. it's a look. <laughs> I'm no girl problems. Uh, and as I've said before, you don't have girls hair. It's nowhere near nice enough. You have mixed Foley's hair. I'm happy with Mick Foley's hair. Well, I thought you would be. You've got yeah. 15 of his books in a row. <laughs> yeah. Halloween sorted. He likes... Uh, <laughs> You, you like books about men blowing themselves up with dynamite. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd do it. It's not a good Saturday night unless you end up covered in thumbtacks. Mm. Anyway, what yeah. do you think of this song? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, the third song. Forgot where we were. Um, it's because I... I just can't keep... Oh, I don't know. There's nothing here for me. It's just three tracks in, and considering how long they've been, mm-hmm. I just don't feel it's getting going. Or in the, I just kind of get. You know what? The point isn't that it has to get going. Well, then it's definitely not for me. Okay. I can only give my personal opinion. No, no, no. But you know, you can have background music. This definitely feels like uneasy <laughs> background music. Three. You know, uh, uh, my my note on this is quite short and to the point as well. That uh, you know, Gira's voice is being used as just another in- instrument. His lyrical's inaudible by the way he's drawing out his words, and he has done it on all three songs, really. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. Anyway, track four, "People Like Us," four minutes and thirty-three seconds long. I have a very short note which just says, "Short, lyrically dense." Worst song so far? So let's well, see what happens I there. have very similar mm. two word. Shit sandwich. Oh shit, I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, it just says fuck swans. Harsh. I. I honestly say now I really do like To Be King mm-hmm. and this isn't To Be King no it's the follow up and I just the follow up made by a man twice your age well he should know better <laughs> no I just no this is not for me I don't know And see, this one started out well. I see, I, I really did quite like the first track, but, but this, this one, this is probably this is the low point on the album. So, I, uh, I, uh, I liked it more for a second. There, it reminded me of Adam Green for a second. I'm a big fan of Adam Green. You know, from the Moldy Peaches. Nope. Yeah, the Moldy Peaches. They were a big, uh, they were a two-piece from New York, circa, like, 2000. Kimia Dawson was the, uh, was a singer-guitarist, and she wore, like, a, a giant bunny costume, and then he dressed as, like, Robin Hood. 
I don't remember that at all, but that name... Well, she wrote all the songs to that movie, Juno, that was very popular. Yeah, okay, maybe that's her her name. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's great. I've got a couple of her albums, and I really like them. And I have the Moldy Peaches, I'm going to say only album, or at least main album. It's one of those ones where every song's two minutes long, you know what I mean? And there's like 20 of them. Yeah. And so you go, oh no, you shot your wad in one go. <laughs> you made a terrible mistake. Um, anyway, we're moving into Frankie M. What? Which I believe you I have to skip the first ten minutes. Uh, pause for edit, because she's what I... Oh no! Pause for edit? Ugh, dog needs piss. Must make piss. You want piss? You want to make piss? Oh, baby, want to make piss? Good girl. You'll make, <laughs> you'll make piss now. Come on. Come on, get out. Get out and make piss. What do you want? Come on, come with me. Come on. Get outside and make piss. Come with me, Lucy. You going? Get out. Get out. I'm going. <laughs> You're going. He's going. He's gone. I'm going to go make piss. I'll go make piss. What do you want? You got food. You got water. What do you want? Blood. Because <laughs> you're an addict. You're a fucking addict, and we all know it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the dog's attempt at intervention. Yeah, I saw uh, the next song, Frankie M. I saw him do this live in, uh, I want to say, 2014. And it was pretty epic at the time. Okay. I know, it's it's nice. But it's got that weird, slow, ambient start, right? And then, I'm pretty sure when I saw him live, uh, Thor Harrison, is that his name? Thor Harris. Uh, Did a, you know, I know this sounds terrible, but he did a gong solo. I don't even understand how that would work. You know, he's just sort of got his little, you know, the, the ones with the soft white tips, you know, the big sort of like marshmallows on the end, those drums. Okay. And he's just like, like just getting spin. waves of like white noise coming out of these. And no one else is on stage. No one else is even out yet. He's just on his own doing a gong solo. Okay. <laughs> and, and then, you know, some feedback from one of the speakers, and then everyone else sort of joins him. And everything starts to build. Maybe name for a band called Gong Solo. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a band called Gong, so well. maybe uh, people will just think it's a member of that band, Gong Solo. You know what I thought was Dad a good name man. for a band, which yeah. has the same sort of syllable concept? Gumshoe. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go see a band called Gumshoe. <laughs> At the tunnel. <laughs> Where the sound doesn't escape. <laughs> and neither do no. we. Right, I'm going to play some of Frankie M, but I know roughly to start at 10 minutes in. I was going to say, because um, my only note is nothing then about six minutes in, just fucking noise. Well, actually, not true. There's an entire song about how his friend died of, uh, uh, who was a heroin addict, but you know. Well, <laughs> just fantastic, especially considering, don't want to skip ahead too far. But the the subject of the next song. I mean, by this point, I think it sounds like classic swans. I think I'm burnt out by this point. Yeah. 
train their longest album. Did I never make you listen to the apostate? Nope. Like, that's the and last track never, I'm going to see. And you never shall. Ah, oh, it's amazing. I don't know, it's almost like you get mindless by the end of it, in a good way. And as always, when... I, I imagine Christopher Lee in this band, dressed like uh, Lord Summerer. Swaying his arms. arms. Oh. Behind him, there's a wicker man waiting to be burnt. You didn't miss an opportunity in, like, Return of the King or something, to have all the orcs do some sort of song and dance thing with him just swaying his arms on top of Isengard. How was that? He was dead by that point. Didn't he die at the end of two towers? No, it's the third one. Just at the, at the very beginning, though. Did he hit yeah. that pinwheel and die? Yeah, and since. Sure, it's the third one. I couldn't care less, I mean literally, I remember watching yeah. them films and when they ended I was like, I'm never watching them again. And then somehow someone convinced me to buy them, I think it was an ex. And then I bought them and I never watched them again. Oh, I've got like, two versions of them, but... You got it on Blu-ray? No. Oh my god. But I've got um, non-extended mm. DVDs and the extended ones we all book and all that sort of thing. I'm glad that I was patient buying Star Wars because obviously the new version comes out next month. Really? Episode 7. Alright. There's a new Blu-ray special edition coming out. With J.J. Abrams commentary. Hmm? I'll get that as well. Uh, Just spunk your money up a wall. I will. No, I just do. more selective these days, though. Still buy a lot of shit, but I'm I was still... like, your house is full of shit, how are you more selective? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get an answer for that. No, but I used to buy even more shit. But now I buy true. less shit. I mean, you literally you bought a you know subscription to Loot Crate, so they they've now got the right just to shovel shit directly in your house. You don't even have a choice whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you seem to literally know that I probably. <laughs> That was good timing on his part there. What was our conversation then? Frankie yeah. Frankie Um Yeah, more slow, almost ambient sonics building over the first ten minutes. And then it builds into like a fast, nightmarish groove, which distills in the gear of singing of a drug addicted friends. And uh, yeah, when the song actually kicks in I think it's fantastic. So there you go. Next song was the single, if you want to call it that. Or at least the, the song that was released previous to the album coming out. Um, and is the second shortest track at five and a half minutes. So when will I return? Yes. It's a good question, because they'll definitely want out now. That's cool. I'm going to come through with you, and we're going to leave just a little bit of uh, dead space. Yeah. The Charlie Brooker TV series. Yeah. Was that Dead Space? Oh, yeah. Dead Set. Yeah, so where are we? We're on When Will I Return. Yeah. Which, as I say, I described it as their first single because it was pre- released ahead of the album. You know, in iTunes, what? you get the access to a track. Yeah. And I remember, I didn't write that down in the notes, but I remember from like 312, 318, it becomes like the greatest song ever. 
Okay. Um, see, by this point, this is where my notes sort of start fading out. But this one, mm-hmm. is it bear in mind, we've come from a song about Frankie M uh-huh. dying from dying uh-huh. from the drugs uh-huh. to his wife talking about a time when she was sexually assaulted. Yeah. Music can be difficult. Oh, I'm can, can. It should definitely be challenging. Mhm. But. I wonder if this reduces the crunch at all. Sorry. Just say it's part of the track. Nobody'll know the difference. I will. Harsh. No bite. I really like this song. I don't know how many times I've played it. But the answer is a fucking lot. But as I say, let's skip to like 318. Okay. I have to crank it up a little bit. Then. 310. By this point, I just think it's fucking amazing. Yeah, see this one's oh yeah, one flashbacks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't mind this one. It's just the subject matter. It's just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the time that comes out, and you know, yeah, it's a song about sexual assault, which is awful, mm-hmm. and it's nightmarish and tense to, you know, get that across. Yeah. Well, it would definitely would be a worse song if it was in favour of sexual assault. Well, you know. Yeah. We'll leave that to Dappy or somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it opens up, like, Goblin's soundtrack, from, uh, sort of like an Argento movie, sort of like, ugh, like Profondo Rosso, something like that, one of the sort of like 70s ones, I, I, a.k.a. Deep Red. It's a great film. Okay. I'm sure it's in the list of films I was going to show you when we were going to do those double bills, but you only made it through one and never came back again, so that's not done. What was that again? Remember I showed you uh, Mario Bava's Blood and Black Lace and David Lynch's uh, Blue Velvet. And we were going to watch like a yeah. couple of films every now and then around mine. And, just and never did. Simple as that. So. Oh. A theme. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it also reminds me a lot of uh, Cliff Martinez. Is it Cliff Martinez? Just did the soundtrack to the Neon Demon. The new Nicholas Vinden Reffin movie. And uh, also gives me a uh, you know a feeling of like the disaster uh, what disaster piece did on it follows, what well, he did on it mm-hmm. follows. So yeah, good. So we're now at Glowing Man, a twenty-eight minute and fifty-one second song. And I have no idea. Two word notes for this one as well. Simply, kill me. So I'm guessing. I haven't. When did I last listen to this one? It's not very well. It's maybe a couple of weeks ago since I didn't listen to this one last night. Surely didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to have time, and then see every bugger in the world decided to phone reception for shit. Mm-hmm. But um, crunchy, crunchy. Um, yeah. So I didn't get a chance to re-listen to this before today. So 
Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad I never made you listen to the apostate because this reference is quite critical. Because this is getting some uh, close to something that they, uh, where they went on the seer, something like the apostate. It's just they get a heavy, heavy groove going and they just don't stop. And that's what I love about this band. So everything you hate about this band is yeah. everything I love about this band. Yeah. Well, I told you when I saw them, the last <clears> time I saw them, so that would be at the Lemon Tree in 2014. Yeah. Last time I saw them, they played Sorry. six songs and the set was two and a half hours long. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's... I, okay, right. Oh, yeah, so the, yeah, the 11th October is definitely up because I... Don't think I could handle it for Oh, it's so tears. intense, man. That's what I love about it. I suffer from anxiety. I suffer from panic attacks. They all go away. I just become mindless. Wave. Uh, you just go. You just let yourself go, man. It's good. Let's skip it in. What I will describe as a quarter, because I can only see the bar. See this. See this brings me back to the whole first time mm -hmm. playing the swans, pacing back and forth in your kitchen, begging you to switch it off. Mm -hmm. This is where this takes me. <laughs> the point where I'm just like, oh god. Well, so, just let yourself crest on the wave, and it feels so good, man. Almost a rock song by the end of it. Yeah, but how many minutes is that in? Nineteen. Yeah, well, yeah. See, there's, there's maybe an issue I've got. Um, well, my attention span being what it is. It's, uh, don't get me wrong. Sit me down at one of their gigs and have a little computer next to me so I can have a game of Minesweeper. Get through it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd need to be doing something else at the same time. That's very rude. I don't mean to be rude, it's just otherwise I can't cope with it. I think I need something to enjoy it, I need something to distract me. <laughs> just, I don't know, yeah. Maybe, maybe so they, could, they've got anyone's got a paint, uh, fence to paint. I say maybe I could can catch some Pokemon while they're doing their thing. Very strange note for me on this. Was this, was this the last track? Yeah. I haven't got any notes for this one. Sorry. If you told me this was Swan's Christmas single, I'd believe you. Yeah, I'm giving a sleigh bells thing in. Eating hot sauce. This is a bit of satins and I know I'm really not picking up the lyrics in this. There's a bit of shadow there. My hand seems to be holding an invisible gun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they were all I wrote. You didn't write any notes. I think it's a perfectly so. You know what? 
You go first, final thoughts. Get out of the way. No, this one's not that bad. Um, just... I don't know, I think... I, see, I haven't likened To Be Kind, mm-hmm. but I think that's as much as I need from Swans. And mm-hmm. that... I give that one my time. I just don't think... I'm, I, yeah, I've, I've got the time, but I don't think I want to spend the time... The length of time it took me to get into To Be Kind on any of their other stuff. Uh-huh. So, I just think it's not for me, I think. I will still go back and listen to Be Kind a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think I'm willing to invest the time in other stuff. So it's not them, it's me. Nah. Harsh breakup. Indeed. <laughs> now, you might think this is a silly way to put it, but this is the most mellow of all the Swans records. Okay. Right? Out of all of the new ones, it's kind of, it's got that kraut rock meets groove rock with the dark country element that um, the Angels of Light had. That was his other band. Hmm. Um, and personally, what's not to love about? Um, but no one is going to ever put this on the easy listening section mm. yeah I mean it might be mellow but that's not what I mean by that um, but yeah rec- I have recommendations this week as well before we begin I, see, I suppose is it being as it's me I always have to be doing something else with it mm-hmm. and I suppose putting it on in the background as I'm See, I'm mm-hmm. playing some on the Xbox or something like that. You could see that being okay, but I don't can like don't you sit and listen like to music for the sake of just listening to that music. Mm-hmm. I think I I don't think I'm capable of that. <laughs> no, but I don't just sit and listen to music. No, I, but, I always sit and read a book or I'm ah, sitting, no, but it's, you know I'm walking yeah, around or whatever. But I don't tend to just put anything on shuffle when I'm listening to music anyway, mm-hmm. so it's, I'm getting a mix of everything. But I think for this, I, don't know, I just think, I think it's definitely it's, it's my sort of style of listening to music. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. It's I say yeah again, not oh, no, Swan's issue, definitely mine. I um, don't think I've ever put my iPod on shuffle. I always yeah. listen to albums. I don't listen to just tracks here and there. But anyway, recommendations. Uh, Houdini by uh, Melvins. Classic, heavy, slow, grooving, grinding. What more do you need? And uh, Human Animal by Wolf Eyes, which is just super experimental, ambient, but powerful noise. That's what you need in life. And next week, for a break yeah. from uh, long, repetitive songs, we're listening to Who's Afraid of the Art of Noise by 80s r- repetitive noise hellions Art of Noise. Yeah. I'm yeah. already not looking forward to that because I've written my notes on them. And they are not that kind. I still have not downloaded that yet. So I am miles behind, but I will catch up.
I have to get a job. I don't have joints. Well, yeah, exactly. <sighs> anyway, till next week, guys. Later. Bye. 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 Bye.